0: Hi, I'm Austin Eartham. Taylor Patton is out sick today, uh, but welcome to the Kitchen Table Podcast. We're here to motivate, educate, and relate to you guys, sharing our stories, helping you get 1% better in all areas of your life. Welcome to episode number 89. So obviously this is a solo episode um, with myself. I'm Austin, if you guys didn't know. Um, I just said that in case you weren't uh, listening in the intro. But Taylor's out sick again, so we're going to kind of change things up this week, and we're going to do one... Uh, episode and I'll share it both days, but we're going to include the 1440 in this episode because I don't think I have enough. I don't want to just blab about nothing. I don't know if I have enough to talk about for 30 minutes, so I'm going to try to keep it around probably 15 to 20 minutes. As always, we'll stick to the same kind of method, talking about what I learned this week, what I thought about, and then kind of how I can improve my life in the future, um, weekly, monthly, yearly and hopefully inspire or uh, relate to you guys a little bit more uh, so you can improve your lives as well, because that's ultimately what we're all here for, trying to get 1% better every single day. So without further ado, here we go. The quote uh, from this week, I got a couple. One I'm going to bring back in, um, it's more of like a lesson, kind of in my second point that I'm going to talk about. One quote I saw actually this morning uh, says, today's trials are tomorrow's testimonies. I didn't write down who wrote it because I was busy taking care of my dog, but so sorry, whoever said that quote, you can have the credit still. I just found it today. Again, today's trials are tomorrow's testimonies, meaning to me at least, meaning that today you're going to go through some sort of hardship, right? We have tens of thousands of decisions to make each day, whether they're minuscule or large weighing decisions on our hearts, but no matter what, we have to make those decisions in those 80,000 thoughts that we might have. So if something goes wrong or you're challenged today, tomorrow that's something to talk about, think about, share, whatever it might be in order to take that next step of growth. Um, Or maybe you go backwards a step in your growth. Something's going to happen based on that trial today, whether you overcome it uh, or take a fault to it. So I like that because no matter what, you're going to get stronger from it if you learn from it. So even if you take a step backwards, you're still learning. So then you can leap, take two steps forward next time, uh, hopefully instead of keep going backwards. So I just like that quote. Um, It just applies to any sort of situation in life. Uh, Where I saw God this week, literally I just saw God at church this week. So uh, it's been a couple weeks since my wife and I have been able to physically attend church. Um, we've been out of the country for a week, and then we got our new puppy, so we didn't want to leave him that long. Uh, so long story short is we hadn't been in the church in a couple weeks, uh, but it was nice to go to church again uh, and just feel the presence of God just walking in. And it was rainy that day, so it felt comfy and cozy. And instantly when you walk in, I just feel a sense of peace. Um, and that really helps me to start. Sundays. technically the first day of the week, uh, so start my week off right, I feel like. I um, also got a lot done before church, so that made me really present during church. Um, so it was, it was ultimately really good to feel that way to um, start the week, like I said, off. And just attending it with my wife is obviously a plus as well. Um, okay, so I'm going to go through, there's three main things, I, or really two main things I learned this week. And then I'm going to speak about how it can make me better. Um, and hopefully you guys better as well once we get going into it here. Let me switch this around. don't have any cameras today since Taylor's not here, but that's all right. All right, so number one, the first thing I learned this week is I've talked about both these before, but I learned a new light in these this week. So the first thing I learned is you learn more by doing something, right? So some of our friends now have have children. And I always think it's very challenging to raise a kid. I talked about the struggles with the dog last couple weeks on the podcast, whether with Pete, which also that was a great episode having Pete on appreciate him coming. Uh, It was really good to hear his thoughts, gain some wisdom, um, both with God and just in personal life. Uh, So it was really cool. But anyways, uh, I said, the more you do something better, the better you can get. And I've been afraid because raising kids is challenging. Raising a puppy is challenging and the biggest thing that used to scare me about the dog is how do I hold it? How do I know if something's wrong? Can you trust it when it's alone? All that kind of stuff. And the more I spend time with my dog Norman, the more I understand him. I just wanted to see if he was going to look up after I said his name. Yeah, he's sleeping. So anyways, So it was hard to tell at the start, like you get in a struggle phase where you don't understand what's going on. You don't know his routine. He doesn't know uh, the household he's living in routine. So the more you do it, the more you learn about it. And that's the same way with a child. That's the same way with your job. That's the same way with your sport or your craft, whatever you wanna think of it as. You can get better slowly, but you can only get better by doing it, making mistakes and taking that information in, right? Last or A couple weeks ago, I said awareness might be the biggest. uh, If you can be aware of yourself, it might be the biggest attribute that you might be able to carry. So for me, I didn't know how to raise the dog. I mean, I know how to raise a dog. I thank my parents for that. Uh, But I didn't know how to interact with it. So now we know when he acts up, what times of day he's going to sleep, what time of day he's going to be crazy, uh, what his actions look like when he might pee. Uh, in the house and kind of get him trained that way and know when he might take off after something outside if we don't have a leash on all that kind of stuff when he might jump and bite he does this little uh, like hop thing when he gets overly excited so it's really just us learning him and him learning us um, like jumping on the couch is another great example he loves to try to get on the couch to be closer to us we were still working on ways to find out ways to not make him jump, but we know when he's going to jump and why he's going to jump now, whether it's to go to the bathroom or to play. Um, And he always does a little head tilt too. So we were learning a lot about him. So long story short is whether you're having a kid, a dog, or use those examples, those are main ones, you will learn their life as you go through life with them, if that makes sense. So I don't think that, it seems scary at the start, but once you learn more and more, it just becomes a habit and a routine and you you learn more. So in your job, for instance, we'll take mine. So I'm doing uh, some sports psychology where I'm going to teach this next year. And I've never done it with football before. I've only done it with uh, smaller sports like baseball, or individual stuff, um, or individual positions in football. For now, there's 11 different people in the field. And there's Linemen. There's a quarterback. There's wide receivers. Um, there's always different layers to each one. Right on the defensive side, you got D line linebackers and then safeties and corners in the secondary. And then obviously you still have your kicker punter type deal. So there's different areas of the football team. And within that, there's even more. Then there's just safeties and corners. There's middle linebacker, outside linebacker. There's um, edge rushers. There's interior lineman. All sorts of different stuff going on we got the center versus the guards versus the tackle so there's a bunch of different jobs so coming up with goals is a little bit of a challenge trying to come up with team goals and then really we should come up with offense defense special teams and then individual groups Um, but then again the problem with that is that takes a lot of time and people don't want to spend that time on it but in the perfect world that's what would happen so i'm thinking on the sideline today huh How do I see if something's going right or wrong? Or what section of psychology do they need help with? Because I can't see their self talk, I can't see their confidence, I can read their body language, uh, all that kind of stuff. How do I know if they're mentally focused? Are they knowing the play? Or is it not that they aren't mentally focused? They just physically, and mentally don't know the play, So they don't physically know how to do it, or what route to run? you know, so all these thoughts are going through my head and what's going on. The biggest way is just having conversations with people to figure it out, and slowly getting better at it, right. So just getting reps, talking to groups, building relationships, having the courage to do that learning 100 people's names is challenging. So we're getting, we're working on that. But basically, it's it's a lot of trial and error and then creativity, right. So me and the kicker, I help we got a little game going, we try to throw a ball in a hoop or whatever it might be hit the crossbar. Um, or bullet to a certain spot hit the waters containers and just have fun games like that so, right so you got to be creative this is a bad example but you just got to be creative in life to be able to know what the next step is and how to take your game to the next level sometimes right so how do I for my position how do I incorporate concentration with our uh kind of mentality which is family and then, pound the stone, right? So you pound a stone 100 times, it doesn't break Pound a 1000 times, it doesn't break hit number 1001 might be the break. So what are we doing those other 900 other 1000 reps to make it break? Well, that's what that's where my job comes into play a little bit on the mental side. So how do I work on the concentration slowly, because we learn it, practice it, and then we need to own it. So right now, we need to learn how to practice it more after we learn it. So how do I get them to think about that? In each play, where I can't necessarily see that. That's the million-dollar question that we're currently working on um, and that me as my job is need to figure that out um, based on the team. So we're just doing some observing now and we'll kind of grow the web- repertoire um, and our little bag of tools as we keep going here throughout the season. So that's something that's really been thinking about this week, um, but it, it makes me feel like there's been growth because there's been so much trial and error um, and I don't look at the errors as failures. I look at that as learning opportunities, um, both with the dog, both with the business, both being a husband, all that kind of stuff. Um, so I think we should all reflect in our own lives of what we need to do in the kind of our circle of life or the sections, if you want to break it down, uh, that we we can be better at and how we can be better at them. And then it, once we get the how, we got to physically go do it, right? Because nothing in life really matters unless there's action towards it. Um, Because once you put in that experience, those hours, things will start to get better because you're learning more. The second thing that I really thought of this week kind of goes along with the first point of the more you do something, the better you get. The second thing I wrote down is, can you bring it each day? And I know I've talked about this all the time. Talked about this in the greatness episode, talked about this and consistency, um, intensity, all that kind of stuff in the past. I've talked about the alphas in the room if there's 10 alphas in a room somebody has to win um, out of the 10 or somebody has to continue to be the alpha so how can you bring it each day so for instance the crossfit games was on uh this past week right um, and i was watching it and the workouts you literally have to bring it top the top you can bring bring it 100 percent each time that could be 20 minutes that could be five minutes that could be a heavy lift that could be a 5K run, whatever it is, you got to bring it all the time. And in life, the same situation applies, right? So for me, and a serious side or reality, realistic side, more like coaching, can I bring it every day or do I just go, oh, yeah, you guys kind of do this and I just sit there and then I leave early type deal? What am I doing? Am I just standing on the sideline or am I talking to people? Am I asking people their name? All that kind of stuff being proactive? Or am I just standing there waiting for practice to be over? Right? So can we bring it every day? Um, And currently, when we're doing this episode, I would say the team and I both didn't bring it today. So how can we switch that around and stack the days and pound that stone over and over? Because today the stone didn't get broke as much. Right? So how can we How can we get better at it? Well, we got to stick to our game plan and make it work. Right. So another thing is I'm going to be getting up at 530 in the morning here soon once school starts um, for football, because I want to get my workout done early because that's like the main part about my day. So how can I consistently get up at 530 in the morning? Even when I've stood all day, even when I have graded papers till 1030 at night, when I know it's going to be a hard workout, not fully awake out, it's cold outside, The sun's not up. I've done it for three weeks straight how can i keep doing it over and over to bring it every day next thing uh let's take workouts for example it's great to have a good workout like the crossfit games i said you got to bring it every time us in our own personal lives personally i'm gaining a lot of fitness right now it's the fittest i've ever been how well i have a lot of time to do it and i spend more time on it and i'm doing the right things school starts is that going to continue or is it going to lack because i can't work out as long so how can i be more productive and when i do it how can i spend that hour hour and a half doing straight present workoutness if that's even a word to keep going get better because you've got to practice over and over and over to get better and you got to bring it over and over and over that way you feel more satisfied as well so that's where I want to bring in this quote about motivation that my dad sent me, uh, yesterday. So it says five ways to be motivated, right? So this will help us. This is the 1440 part that will helpful. In my case, bring it at practice every day, bring it in a workout, get up at 5:30 in the morning, take care of the dog, whatever it might be. How can we continue to do it? And you can put your own ism in there, right? So five ways to stay motivated. One is to write down your goals. The act of writing will make achieving more likely. That is a known researchable, uh, known research fact. Okay. Number two is write down why you must achieve it, right? So why do I want to get why do I want to go to practice every day and be involved in all that kind of stuff? Because I want to grow the business. I want to grow the relationship. I want to do a good job because it's important to me. Why do I want to work out and get up at five thirty in the morning? Because I want to be able to make the CrossFit game someday, whatever it might be. Okay, number three, write down your purpose. Why? Who are you doing it for? What is your purpose? Why am I doing all that? One, using my talents, right? So we talked about this. My purpose is using my talents. Part of my purpose is both mentally and physically in the sports world and building relationships, all that kind of stuff. That's just part of that's the five-second quick version of purpose. So how can I grow the brand of Austin? Well, that's part of doing my purpose. So how am I doing that in my daily life? I'm doing that. Number four, feed your mind with success, books, self-development, audio, motivational music, anything that inspires you to take action, right? So I hope this podcast is inspiring you to take action or at least reflect on who you want to be and why you want to be that person. Uh, but for me, it's I listen to CrossFit podcasts on my way to work every day. I reflect or pray on my way home from work every day. I try to read six pages of a book every day, although I'm between books currently. Um, things that inspire me to take action or watching the CrossFit games and wanting to be that person or seeing a successful business and wanting to reach that point uh, or wanting to go on vacation or be able to build a home, uh, whatever it might be. Just, I got a lot of wants, so you guys who know me. Uh, I also want to have that community. So for instance, Roman Krennikov, I put this on the Earth and Performance and Consulting Facebook page if you guys want to take a look. Roman Krennikov, uh, who's an athlete, um, they don't obviously say he's from Russia because of the war right now, but he's from Russia. He's been denied a visa three of the last four years. Last year, he got second. This year, he's been leading the whole time. Long story short is he broke his foot in the third-to-last event. All right? So he's going to get passed up. He's just trying to stay in the podium. So they had to do double under. So that's one jump and two times the rope goes around your body um, using a jump rope. And he had to do, he did it single leg because he he couldn't do a two leg so obviously he's getting last in the workout with the fittest people in the world and he does as much as he can uh, and he ends up staying on the podium and getting third place but he probably would have got first but anyways he said he wanted to work hard for his son he's motivated because of his son so he's feeding his purpose by doing the CrossFit Games and he's feeding his mind with success because he's around those people every day and he has things wrote down, what he's going to do, how he's going to do them, why he's doing them, all that kind of stuff. And he's motivational for all of us and inspiration because it's something very challenging to do, he could have just gave up. But the community, or I was going to start with the community always cheered him on the whole time, the old time cap, which was like 10 minutes or 15 minutes. And then people they showed the crowd, people were in tears for his effort, both one heartbroken because he Obviously wasn't going to win anymore and just unfortunate event for somebody who's gone through a lot of trial and error and uh, had to leave his wife and kid at home. The first time he actually met his son was in the CrossFit Games last year when they finally got to go to America. Um, So obviously CrossFit Games is very emotional. Both years he's been it for him. And anyways, he kept going and the crowd cheered and even the athletes were like, wow, this guy's showing a lot of courage. Um, so that's mental toughness right there. That's being able to continuously work, uh, even when your back's against the wall, and then have that community behind you makes a world of difference. That's another thing that can keep you motivated, or maybe that's why you do what you do. Um, so that fed my mind with success. And lastly, number five, it says to create a vision board. So visualize yourself having achieved your goal already, feel those feelings, then make it happen. Okay, so i i personally visualize what it might look like in the future when my business is a success who the people i've helped the speaking i'm doing uh kind of what me and my wife have on a daily basis what we're doing hanging out with the dog etc cetera, etc cetera. i could get into a big long spiel about what i want in life and what it might look like but seriously that drives me so if you can visualize that success for you not only is it positive but it helps you to see those goals Uh, hopefully you got them wrote down, but it helps you to know your purpose and feed your mind with success. All those are positives. So from a psychology standpoint, that's something you want to really have in life. Uh, And the last thing I'll say, um, besides having the drive and wanting to be great at whatever you're doing in life, the last thing I want to talk about is anything that feels, um, Well, maybe here, maybe we'll go as an example, because this will be a little bit better so remember friend will got married in june and i said after the wedding you kind of get like the the blues or the the monday blues whatever you want to call it and i said like it was such a high and then you kind of get depressed after and it's such a low i feel that same way with the crossfit games every year that i watch it because all the hard work they put in anybody in crossfit can relate to the crossfit games yes they're not doing as much weight or moving as fast in terms of power or load but they are suffering the same way just relative to their own fitness. That's what's great about CrossFit. And I think that if you want to be great at something, you have to continually visualize that success and have that drive. But it, you know it matters to you when you get that after feeling of like the depression, oh, it's over type deal, right? So if you you sense that in your life having a good weekend with family. The season's over for your sport, your uh, favorite class is over, whatever it might be, whenever it comes to an end and you're disappointed, you're sad, you feel depressed, that's something you really care about and you should try to get those days uh, or that feeling more often. What about that feeling did you like? Why do I like weddings? Not because it's fun to go and dance and eat food and yeah, that's all fun and stuff, but the biggest thing is, is the sacrament of getting married and the feeling behind it. Same with the CrossFit Games, all the sacrifice. Uh, I always said I wanted to win the Super Bowl, not because I'm winning the Super Bowl or I get paid or I get a ring uh, or I get remembered, all that stuff. It's because afterwards confetti's coming down and I have my wife on the field and I get to kiss her that we we made it, we did it, right? That's the feeling I wanna have. Same thing uh, with the CrossFit Games. I wanna have that feeling on the podium with them knowing I put in all that work. I wanna have that feeling with the business that I knew that I put in all that work and I feel proud. That's it I want to have. So how do you get all these things together? In short, how do you uh, practice something more? How do you bring it each day and how do you relate to others and find your motivation within what you want to be great at and find that feeling of pride or whatever you want to courage, whatever word you want to stick in there for yourself? I think you need to do what's called a WDS, right? So Liver King puts it in the planner. I read this in the 5 A.M. Club. It's something I already do. I've done it for ever. It's WDS is called a weekly design system. So every Sunday, what I do is I sit down and I look at my schedule for the next week. I make sure everything's organized in a timely manner. When I'm going to work out, when I'm going to get up, uh, the food I need to cook for the week what I need to uh, possibly have washed or ready to be worn. Simple stuff like that, or as complex as these are the lesson plans of uh, if this kid doesn't get this, I'm going to do something different. If this class goes here, or uh, this group in football needs this, then I'll switch these two things around all that kind of stuff. basically I'm planning everything down to a T it's kind of like programming for a workout only for your week. So you need to write down what you're going to do. That could be your goal okay, here's where I'm going to get fitter this week, here's where I'm going to work on relationships this week, etc, etc. And then you keep those broad. And while you're doing them, then you narrow them down, stay present. Obviously, we don't want to move to the second one before we're done with the first one, which I am not great at sometimes. But if you have a weekly design system, you write down what you're going to do, you plan it out, then all you need to do is execute it and have that action you will find you get a lot more done in that week than you did before. You'll have more gratitude. You'll be further in your goals. you have more awareness of yourself and hopefully becoming 1% better each day. That's all I got. Let me know what you thought of the episode, but hopefully you guys got 1% better and hopefully you bring it tomorrow. Keep working on that action plan. Remember, the more you do it, the better you'll get. Appreciate you guys. Love you. Bye.